0: Chicken on a Stick.
1: Hi, I'm Patrick. I'm Maggie. And we are Chicken on a Stick. Welcome to another episode of Chicken on a Stick.
0: Welcome, welcome.
1: Today we're going to be talking about a pick from Maggie. Yeah. uh, In a movie that I very famously... Don't like. Don't really care for.
0: It's, It's definitely one of those films I think that people either like it or they hate it. I don't think that there's a lot of gray area. At least not from what I've heard and from people I know that have watched it but i did not care for it upon my first viewing of it and then i liked it the more that i watched it
1: yeah so we're going to be talking about 2019's midsummer
0: Midsummer.
1: (laughs) directed and wrote by ari aster kind of become this horror darling over the last handful of years for his uh air quotes elevated horror
0: elevated horror
1: uh, stupid term, if you ask me. Uh, <laughs>
0: it's, it's It's interesting.
1: But, uh, if all, a couple travel to Sweden and visit their friend's rural hometown for its fabled Midsummer Festival, but what begins as an idyllic r- retreat quickly devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of the pagan cult.
0: I felt like this was a very perfect choice for a movie like we just celebrated the beginning of May, it's about May Day, and I don't know. It's C- celebrating it's, is a strong word. Celebrating is a strong word, but I felt like it was a, a nice springy movie that you don't like, but I made you watch.
1: We'll get more into that in a moment. Danny?
0: I'm really sorry, Pele. Thank you for inviting me, but I I really have to go. Can someone maybe drive me? I somewhere? know
1: I shouldn't have left you stay for that. I, I mean, I know it looks extreme, but we I don't only... know why
0: I'm here, Pele. I don't know why you invited us. I, I don't know. I don't know why I don't okay, know okay, why okay, I'm okay, here. Okay, okay, it's I fine, don't, don't know it's okay. Okay. Come on. No. Come on, sit down,
1: Danny. Danny. Please. Please sit down. Danny. I invited my friends because this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and I wanted to share it, especially with my friends who I knew would appreciate it, because I, I am proud of okay. this place. Okay,
0: okay, but I'm not an anthropologist, and I don't understand any of this. Yes, yes, I don't yes, get... I know, I
1: know. And... Okay, so Midsummer stars Florence Pugh. Uh, this was kind of on her rise. She had done before yeah. this, uh, Fighting With My Family, the wrestling biopic, uh, and then this, maybe one or other, two other things in between. I, I don't recall off the top of my head, but this helped catapult her into get
0: it into the MCU.
1: Well, I mean, not into the MCU, but into what oh, she just is high, now.
0: Higher roles, I
1: see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you went MCU. That's I don't know. so weird. That's the first thing I thought of. Uh, it also stars another. Speaking of MCU, mm-hmm. currently joined, recently joined. Uh, Will Poulter, uh, and then a guy that I really enjoy, um, Jack Rayner, who was in Sing Street as the older brother. Mm-hmm. Loved him in that. Came out just before this, um, and also uh, just quick of note as William Jackson Harper, who was in The Good Place.
0: Loved that show.
1: That was a good show. He's
0: such a good. He's such a good actor. Loved them, but I I was, I think it was. I think yeah, I think it was our our viewing the other day where you were like, "There's someone else in this movie that we've recently seen," and I totally forgot that little Poulter was in this.
1: Yeah. Sid from Toy Story.
0: Sid from Toy Story. Not quite as bulked out as he is now.
1: But... Yeah. Marvel movies will do that to you.
0: They'll do that. Anyway. <laughs> um, so so yeah, I I thought it, I thought that this, this would be the, a perfect. May film an excuse to get you to watch something again um, so Florence Pugh I feel like I love her in everything that she does she is so good and this movie does a really good job of making you almost feel a little bit disorient disoriented as well uh, she does a really really great job with a lot of these scenes even if you don't care for the movie, I think you can still appreciate what a good actress actress she is. So, um, so yeah. The, um, the opening of the movie is... You're kind of feeling happy and upbeat for a minute, and then... Yeah,
1: well, before that, the very first thing you see is a mural, which mm-hmm. tells oh, yeah, the entire yeah. story of the movie. Uh, if you've not watched it more than once, you've probably never noticed, but mm-hmm. the very first thing... It's quite literally a depiction of the entire movie.
0: Yeah. It's it's very symbolism-heavy, this movie. I think so. Well, sure. if you're keeping an eye out for certain things, I think that it, it pops out. But yeah, so, so you do get a little bit of a cryptic mural scene at the very beginning um, that we went back and we paused to be like, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, that makes sense. Well, there's that. So... So,
1: I wouldn't I'm really looking. call it cryptic. It literally tells you the entire movie. The first time viewing, you're, you're not going to understand it. what the hell you're even looking at. But yeah. everything past that, you're then like, ah, okay.
0: Right. Um, so, yeah. So so we get past that, and then we see um, Danny, who is Florence Pugh. Um, we see her character is trying to get a hold of her sister, who we find out is bipolar and has these manic episodes and has been known in the past to send something very again maybe a little cryptic or a little eerie to unnerving to her her sister um and they they live apart so it's it's hard for her to to get a feel for what's going on with her sister but she gets a, a cryptic message Um, and she is not responding to any texts, to any calls, so she's starting to get a little nervous. She's contacting her boyfriend, uh, while he's out with, with some friends having a night out and she's kind of not wanting to take away from his boy's night, but on the other hand, she really wants him to come and be there for her when he's done, um, and uh, maybe just kind of reassure her that, that everything's okay. Her sister does this a lot. And it's not a big deal. So, that's, that's yeah. the
1: opening. Boyfriend's name's Christian.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, his friends uh, include a native Swedish guy. Mm-hmm. And they're all planning a trip to Sweden to visit his hometown for a festival. Um... And also, Christian wants to break up with Danny.
0: Yes. He's trying... He's having a hard time finding the right moment to bring up to her that he doesn't want to be together anymore. But I think that he feels... maybe a little bit obligated to be with her because she does have, you know, this this rocky situation with her family. She's very clearly... um, Empathic. She's very... I don't know. Not sense I don't know if it's sensitive is the right word. But she's very... I don't know. She, he's, he, you can obviously tell that he's walking on eggshells trying to figure out how and when to break up with his girlfriend.
1: Yeah.
0: And so his friends are... You know, they see that she's calling his phone and messaging him. They're like, why haven't you done it yet? Just go ahead and rip the band-aid off. Um, she's... You're not really happy with her just do it so all of his his friend group I would say with the exception of the Swedish guy because he seems he seemed like a nice guy um, all of his friends are are really wanting and pushing their friend to break up with this girl so that he can have a fresh start
1: I don't know that they're wanting or pushing him to I think they're just going you want to do it just. Yeah dude, just do it. Yeah. Like, whatever, but do it. Yeah. Which is the way you should do it. You shouldn't lollygag with that sort of thing. No.
0: Because then you're just making it worse. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. So that's kind of the... That's where we're introduced to Danny and Christian as a couple. And then the night doesn't get any better. No. We uh, We see that... Danny does finally hear from someone, but unfortunately, it is the police. Someone. uh, Someone, yeah, someone contacting her, uh, letting her know that not only is her sister deceased, but both her mom and her dad as well. Um, The sister was living, I think, with the parents so that they could keep an eye on her during her manic episodes, and... She decided that she was going to end her life and take their parents with her. So we see that uh, Christian gets one more call um, while he's out with his friends and it is Danny just uncontrollably sobbing into the phone. So she doesn't even say anything. He already knows something, something bad happened.
1: Which complicates the relationship more, yeah. because as yes. we see when it kind of fast-forwards, mm-hmm. uh, they're still together, and it's very clear that, well, you, know, you can't break up with her now. <laughs> because her whole family just died. Yeah, so.
0: It's it's really unfortunate, um, the 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 spot that he's put in. It's because he is very sympathetic and and kind on one hand but you know also I mean I'm sure he deserves to be on his own or do whatever he wants but um but yeah so he feels very emotionally obligated to be there for Danny.
1: Yeah, so it's <laughs> We do get a shot at one point where Danny's sitting there and there's uh, a painting above her head, which is a little girl and a bear. Yeah. Some more very subtle foreshadowing. Yes. Uh, But, yeah, so Christian stays with her because of the trauma she's going through. Uh, Obviously, you're, like, you can't really win in that situation. Mm -mm. Um, There is no winning. You either break up with them and make everything even worse, or yeah. you do nothing, and then people are like, well, you're a monster now, so... Yeah. What are you supposed to do? It's literally a catch-22. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. It's a very much so a double-edged sword. He kind of can't really win either way in that sort of situation. Because, yeah, you broke up with your girlfriend of three years, right when her family died? Jerk.
1: <laughs> yeah, well... Uh, she then, Danny then finds out about Christian's trip to the hometown of the, of Pele, Pel 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 I don't know, I don't, I don't know how you pronounce it. Whatever, doesn't matter. Um, and she's like, well, I wish you would have told me, and it's like, well, he was planning on breaking up with you, yeah, so it, obviously it wasn't he wasn't going manage. to, so <laughs> who cares? And then he invites her to go, assuming she's not going to, but she decides to tag along anyway. Yeah. Um, the Swedish friend does seem very nice to her, while the other two are just kind of... They're indifferent. They don't really they're have a problem with her, but it's just like, whatever.
0: They're not going out of their way to like be her best friend, basically. Yeah.
1: Um, they take the trip. They get to Sweden. They are on a car ride out into the middle of nowhere and then get out of the car and there's just a bunch of young people there yeah. from the town who are returning after their adventures out into the world. Um, and they meet another couple that was brought from one of the other uh, town, like, natives. Um, just another college friends, another yeah. couple that they had brought in. They all decide to take some drugs. Um, I would never take just random drugs from some random Swedish person I've never met Who's in my that? life before.
0: You would think that that you would think that this would be an old message, but don't take drugs from strangers, especially in a different country.
1: Yeah, I I didn't even mention when they were driving the car, and I understand that we talked about this a little bit. A pet peeve of mine in just filmmaking is the upside down oh, like yeah. tracking shot whenever yeah. there's a car driving or whatever. I just think it, I, I don't, it just never looks good. It's always dumb and sort of cheesy and sometimes feels extremely out of place. I understand here they're going for, it's supposed to be like disorienting, disorienting yeah. sort of thing. But I just hate that. Like I, It's the same thing where, even though it's not necessarily like a terrible thing, I also hate in films when it's like, I bet you wonder how I got here. Uh, and then oh, yeah. it rewinds yeah. to like the last 24 hours. Yeah. I hate that that trope, yeah. And these yeah, upside I, down camera shots are just so I roll my eyes every time I see one in anything.
0: That I I am sure I didn't like it again the first time around, but the more that I watched it, the more I felt like it was supposed it was supposed to be disorienting. And we're we're getting ready to go on a on a trip off mushrooms. Um which half of them just half of the the so it's, it's Danny's character. She's the single girl uh, in the, the close friend group. All dudes. And when they start to yeah, you know partake in, in shrooms and, and vibing out, she initially says that she's not interested and that she's not really... She didn't feel comfortable going on a trip in her emotional state. So at first she's like, no, you guys do whatever you want. You go ahead, you take them. I'll I'll do some later or something. And the friend group make her feel like she's holding them back. They're like, no, it only works if we all trip at the same time. Or it only works if we all are doing it. So when she said no, they were like, I guess, well, we can't do it because of her kind of guilt trip. And then she ends up taking them just to appease everybody. And then everyone goes on their own little
1: trip. I just don't understand that shit. I wouldn't care. I, I, I If I wasn't interested, I'd be like, yeah. do do you? I yeah. don't give a shit. Like and, how or also, if I wanted to, and somebody was like, ah, uh, no thanks, I'd be like, alright, cool, see ya.
0: Yeah. Like, why I is just it, don't
1: understand. Why is
0: it all or nothing? Either we all do it,
1: or none of us do it's, it. Well, I mean, that's sort of the point. They're trying to build these characters to be shitty, so you don't yeah. really feel bad for them later, or whatever. Toxic relationships and all that sort of stuff. But it just... I don't... I'm sure people like that actually exist. But I just don't...
0: I have... I don't
1: know. Can't you just be a strong, independent character? And be like, no, No. you guys are cool. Do it. Uh, Whatever.
0: I have never met a person in my life that didn't tell me they had a... Like, a nightmare of an experience on mushrooms. Every person I've ever talked to that said that they took mushrooms at some point was like... Yeah, and then I thought all my friends ate themselves or something weird and random.
1: Uh, I mean, I'm sure I know people who've taken them, but I have so little interest. I've yeah. never asked or talked with anybody about any of that, so Heart I packs. have no idea. I also would just not be interested. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I don't want normal mushrooms. I, <laughs> I, I would like I, want normal dr- mushrooms. I don't want drug mushrooms. Give
0: me a portobello any day.
1: Um... <laughs> So, uh, Danny has a bad trip. Uh, they... Visually, they do this thing where, like, the backgrounds are all warping and stuff around whenever there's drugs. And that'll come back into play later. Um, also not too much of a fan of that. Like, I don't think you really need to show that to get across the point that they're... They've been drugged or they're on drugs. Um... I find it more egregious later on than I do necessarily in this scene, but... Yeah,
0: yeah they 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 do that a lot
1: in the movie. Um, so anyway, she has a bad trip. The friends wake her up. Mm-hmm. Um, they tell her that it's basically midnight, but yeah. there's the midnight sun because of where they're located, so it still looks like daytime out. And then finally they all trek off to actually go to the village. Right. I don't know why they all had to like sit around and, and not just these yeah. characters like everybody had to literally just sit in a field for yeah. hours before they could just go to the town yeah I didn't- it's not really ever explained or said to why they also just leave the car out in the middle of the road yeah. like there's so many things here that i'm just like what <laughs> why <laughs> why couldn't you have just gone to the like, you could have said anything. It could have been, like, they're still prepping the thing oh, yeah. or whatever. Or Your rooms aren't
0: ready yet.
1: You'd think the people who know where they're from would know where to go and don't need, like, a tour guide, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, so, so, so everyone just kind of, like, got blitzed out of their mind for,
0: like, yeah. four or six hours or something.
1: They do arrive into the town. Uh, most of the people arriving are obviously natives, so they're being, like, welcomed back. And then there's the, I guess in total, it's six outsiders. Mm-hmm um the four we came with and the two we were introduced to uh i will say i like the set design for this i like all of the stuff that was built from this like big archway that kind of looks like a sun or something Mm -hmm. to the little huts and shacks and houses and whatever that are around and the paintings all the handmade paintings and stuff i like all that sort of stuff filmmaking wise um but we get into the town and we start to get a little bit of information about what they're doing there. They're explained that this midsummer festival that they're doing only happens every 90 years, mm-hmm. which feels almost contradictory to something that they said earlier. But I suppose he didn't say last year's May Queen. He just said oh, the, yeah. last, May the Queen. last May Queen. Um, so it's like a really old photo of just some random lady. So just. Strange happenstance that it's been 90 years and they're doing it again. These people bring these new people across, mm-hmm. which brings up so many more questions about like the if it only happens every 90 years and a lot of these young kids are as young as they are, mm-hmm. they never would have ever witnessed it before. Like 70, 80 yeah. percent actually, if they only do it every 90 years, every single person in that village was not alive for the last one. Because everybody gets killed at 72. That's their thing. That is true. At 72 they kill. So no one alive in that town has ever witnessed or done this before. And they're just going off of Lord. whatever. Yeah. It bring, it just brings up so many questions of, like, how indoctrinated do these people have to be? Oh, That people are just so okay with the idea of, like, we want you to go out there and bring back some suckers that we can murder. Yeah. And they're just like... Alright, cool. Why? It's a tradition. We do it every nine years. But nobody here's ever seen it actually happen.
0: Right. It is it is important to note too that at this point just about all of them don't know what's what's happening or like what the point is. We've got one guy who's studying um whatever.
1: He's there to do his thesis about the place. Right,
0: he's there to do a thesis on their culture. He seems to be
1: the only one of them that has any inkling as as to what's happening. To some degree, yes. To some degree, um, Mark or Mike, whatever his name is, will pull uh, Polter's character. Mm-hmm. He's just sort of along for a vacation. Yeah. I think he assumed they were gonna go for a day or two, and then hit up like Stockholm or something, yeah. and do other things. Bars and. Christian is also more or less just along for the ride, and then later on decides he wants to do his thesis also about this place and then danny is also mostly there as like an escape from what her current life is
0: yeah she needs she just needs a break from life and um something i thought was really interesting too was this taking place in sweden the the visuals are so so pretty and it's it's so aesthetically pleasing um, but they—they, they, the majority of the film was shot in Hungary instead of Sweden um, due to financial constraints, but also uh, Sweden has a limit on how long your film shoots can be. So I thought that was very, very interesting.
1: I mean, it doesn't matter. Unless you know the they're out in the middle of the woods anywhere, that could literally be basically anywhere. Right. <laughs> um, so they... While they're there, they're just kind of, like, looking around, watching all these kids play and all these people arrive and all this sort of stuff. Uh, We see a young girl kick Christian sort of, like, flirtily. Yeah. And he kind of looks at her for a little bit, but whatever. Um, We also see at one point the camera pans across this tapestry, Mm -hmm. which is depicting a... What we'll come to learn is a love spell, right? But of a girl putting like a runic stone under some boy boy's bed, mm-hmm. cutting her pubes and making him eat it, yeah. uh, Period blood into a drink, all this stuff to make somebody fall in love with you uh, seems way too elaborate. Just maybe talk to them. Yeah,
0: don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't
1: do that. I don't know that you need to go that far, but um, that all comes in again. It's, like, f- it's foreshadowing, but it's not exactly right. the most subtle of foreshadowing it is, when it literally just puts it right in your face. It is
0: not subtle at all.
1: Um, we get to, basically, the bedrooms people are staying in. It's, like, this giant double-decker barn or whatever. There's yeah. two floors just full of beds with these really beautifully painted, like, walls and ceilings. that to- depicting all sorts of random yeah. violent things but they look the way they're painted they don't look like they'd be ultra violent or anything but they're like pretty weird some yeah. violent things
0: it's weird because the 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 way that it's done was giving me like little house on the prairie vibes but creepy <laughs>
1: Yeah, Little women, but frightening. Uh, during this, they ask uh, Pell, their friend, uh, or whatever his name is again. I want to keep saying, like, Pele, like the soccer player, but that's not it.
0: I knew a guy that was from Hungary, and his name's was Pell.
1: That's also not it. Wow. Um, but they ask him about, like, what everybody's sort of jobs in the town are, and he sort of explains, right. you're viewed as a kid until you're 18, and then from 18 to, like, your late 20s is when you go out and do, like, your little pilgrimage, which is what he's doing currently. Right. And then from that time till uh, like, your 50s, you're a worker and you do work around the town and stuff. And then from your 50s to 72, you're an elder. You kind of, right. like, do the rules, you overlook things, whatever. And then they ask, well, what happens at 72? And he does the finger across the yeah. throat thing, like well we they die yeah. and everybody thinks that he's just joking like right. you uh-huh. don't kill off your 72 year olds that's so silly um he doesn't correct them. he nope. just kind of laughs and's like yeah okay well you'll you'll see um we also very randomly and this is just sort of like in the movie and is feels really dumb and kind of out of place and I understand maybe it's supposed to be like Funny or to tell you that they're not exactly, like, so removed from the outside world. Mm -hmm. But one of the ladies in the town comes in and asks for some help and says, uh... The kids are watching Austin Powers, if you guys want to join. It's just very quick, very brief, not ever mentioned again. I don't even feel like we see kids after the first, like, day or two. Barely. Um...
0: Yeah, I thought that was random. Very
1: sparingly, it it does feel very random.
0: It it it's so funny too because everyone in this commune is so creepily nice. Like they're it's they're very eerie, um, the way that they're they're overly welcoming to the people. I think that's what gives it that creepy vibe, that they are. Way, way, way too happy to have these these outsiders here. Yeah,
1: nice people are evil. Don't trust them.
0: Nice people are evil. Um, yeah, and I all of the the beds lined up in that big sleeping. Warehouse. It's a barn. It's a barn. That is just so weird, and I know that.
1: I would never be able no. to sleep in there. God, and they there, had babies like, in there too. Yeah. I wouldn't. Uh uh-uh.
0: It was like a hundred single beds, just like five feet apart from each other.
1: I would leave first night. I would have been like, all right, I'm out.
0: So very culty, like zero privacy. Um, Yeah, it was, it was very, very weird. Um, And then we see uh, there is speaking of babies. There is a scene where we do see someone having a newborn baby and she's swaying it side to side. And there's like five other women swaying with her all kind of making the
1: same noise. (laughs) Well, it's explained at one point that the community raises the baby. Right.
0: So it, it was just a little bizarre to see that. Just Danny just happens to see that going on in the background um, after they've gotten that tour. And she's probably thinking, okay, that's a little weird. But they're really nice. So.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the next thing we get to see is they're having like a dinner Uh, like a supper thing and they're all kind of sitting at this table kind of a cool design for a table but also not in the least bit practical for really anything yeah (laughs) but they're sitting there and they're like okay can we eat can we do something like no you gotta wait Mm -hmm. uh and they're like okay for what and then we see these two elders come out and sit at the table and do the breathing thing of (gasps) oh i don't like that (laughs) uh and once they start eating everybody else starts eating right um, the whole visual is sort of like a Last Suppery kind of mm-hmm. thing, uh, and the elders, once everybody's done eating, we all get taken around to a cliff, and everyone's like, well, what's going on here? And everybody's just kind of standing in rows, mm-hmm. and Danny and everybody... Oh, no, at this point, Mark left. Mark said he was going to go to sleep after eating because he was tired or whatever. So he goes off to sleep. He was
0: jet-lagged. And uh, and then also while everyone is there at that big, long picnic outdoor table, the elderly couple do a salute and do a shot of, I'm assuming, vodka. And then everybody else... (laughs) Why
1: are you assuming vodka? I I don't know.
0: It seems like a It's the drug water for sure. Oh. Oh, yeah, probably. Vodka? Vodka, I don't know. Um, yeah, so they, they take a shot, and and
1: that's when things turn. So we go over to the cliff, and everybody's just standing there. Uh The one friend knows the term that's used. I'm not going to try and pronounce it, but very clearly it's a ritualistic sacrifice thing. And the one friend knows what it is, but he won't tell the others, because I assume he doesn't think it's actually going to happen. Right. Um... But they go over, and we look up on top of this cliff, and we see the old woman walk up to the edge, and then everyone's like, oh, no. Yeah. And then she just swan-dives off of it, boom, right onto a rock dead.
0: Very graphic. Uh,
1: Danny's kind of freaking out. Christian's kind of, like, lost for words. Mm-hmm. The two, the couple that didn't come with our group is panicking and freaking out. Oh, yeah. They want to leave. They're like, what the fuck's wrong with you people? And then they see the old man come up, and they're trying to tell him not to jump. Right,
0: Stop, stop, don't, don't.
1: And then the old man just fucks it up completely. Oh my god. He he jumps, he doesn't dive, he just, like, walks off the edge, lands flat on his feet. Yeah. Just shattering his legs. Still alive. Still alive. Um, Howling. Yeah, And, and... and all the people kind of moan along with him and whatever, because they all, sh- you know,
0: again with the sharing, they
1: share the everything in the town, including pain and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then they walk over with a mallet and they bash his head in, yeah. <laughs> which
0: a couple is times. so
1: hella- too much, like way too much. The very first swing that did clearly it. crushes his face. That... I don't think you needed to do two or three more swings.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't care. I didn't care for that but it's so it's it's such a contrast between this bright floral aesthetically pleasing place and people and kindness and then all of a sudden we're watching someone's face get hammered
1: so here's where some of the like weird things that maybe aren't necessarily contradictions but aren't so well laid out in this movie to make absolute sense in that as the two want to leave the outside couple wants to leave one of the elders, the old woman who's kind of running the show, stops them and kind mm-hmm. of explains like, you don't understand this is our custom, this is what we do when we get to that age, we find great pride in it and that's what it is. Yeah. Okay, cool. She's trying to justify So, it. this jumping off the rock thing is not Necessarily a midsummer festival thing, right? But do they do it right when you turn 72? Or did they let these people live a little while to make it to the festival to just do it at the festival? Because it question. doesn't well, doesn't because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, if you're killing off your elders at 72 and the festival only happens every 90 years, With you still 70. have to kill the people in between. So, is there a specific day that you do it? Did this just happen to line up at the same time? Was it just did, a coincidence? Did the yeah? Did the community planner just go? You know, we were gonna kill him on Tuesday, yeah. but if we wait until Friday, yeah. we could really kick this off with a bang. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It
0: that's doesn't. A, it's it's that's a good it's
1: point. too much. It's sure you could have coincidences like that, but that's more than a coincidence. It's definitely like it was it was planned. But why if you do this so commonly why did it matter that it had to be done on this day or the day before your May May parade thing I get it part of the part of the festival requires x or part of the sacrifice requires x amount of bodies Right But you were going to kill people anyway just bring in more people or have some more people volunteer cuz clearly people don't mind volunteering
0: I don't understand why they would go with hurling your body off of a cliff. Can't we couldn't they just like take a ridiculous amount of the mushrooms or something and like go off in their sleep or something a little bit less violent?
1: It's because it's very showy and supposed to catch you off. It it's a it's very movie yeah. thing to make you be like all of a sudden, "Oh god." It did. Like shock horror.
0: I was very shocked. I did not see that coming.
1: Uh I don't think it's as hilarious as The Little Girl's Death in Hereditary. Uh, but I also think oh, it's yeah. really dumb, stupid. Um, and I read somewhere that in filming in uh, showings in Sweden, people actually l- like just laughed at the entire movie, really, <laughs> because they they view it more as just a straight up black comedy than anything. Which, I mean, I guess.
0: That's a good point. <laughs> uh,
1: so, the. The friends, Christian, and the other friend at this point. Christian's decided he's going to do his thesis also about the town. and he goes to the Which friend, I think is shitty. He goes to the friend and says, look, we can collaborate or I'll just do my own thing. I just want to tell you before I do this. Which seems like the right thing to do. Yeah, it's kind of like a douche move. But also, I would assume if you're like in the moment and all of a sudden this like inspired you, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Sure, I get it. But...
0: I don't know. I'd be like, come up with
1: your own shit. But he explained that they're doing two. the The one guy is doing it about, like, a broad spectrum of this is sort of what this right. type of life looks like. Whereas Christian specifically wants to do on these people. Yeah. I guess so they'd I suppose be so. supposedly different enough. Um. They go to Pell or what again whatever the hell his name is and says hey do you think it'd be your elders would be cool if we write about this we'll just change the names and all that stuff and he tells him no at first he yeah. says I'll, I'll check with the elders but we don't really want the outside world kind of knowing what's going on yeah. right there if everything else wasn't a red flag that to me goes all right i gotta leave <laughs> <Big-ass> <laughs> i'm out of here flag. uh Beautiful but again flag. you can't have intelligent horror movie characters doesn't work. Well, there,
0: there, were some, there were some clever ones in
1: X. What character... Sure, but what character in this movie is smart? None of them.
0: Yeah.
1: None of them. Not a uh, one of them. Not even Danny. Yeah.
0: I think Danny at this point in the movie is... Danny's
1: position in life doesn't get better no. in the course of this movie. No, no. Literally no. nothing changes. She went to escape and wound, wound up at basically the same exact toxic... Horrible situation.
0: Yeah, she should have stayed home.
1: Um, I would have stayed home.
0: But yeah, like you said before, I right off the bat, um, people... Well, I, I don't know. I know that the first red flag for me would definitely be that we are super, super far away from any sort of normal civilization. The big barn full of beds. No privacy, and then, and then probably the people hurling themselves um to their death. Yeah, red red flag. I
1: already told you that I would have said no as soon as we stopped the car in the middle of a field, and they went, "All right, we're gonna wait here before we walk the rest of the way," and then I'd go, "Yeah, "Yeah, no, I'm going back to civilization. No, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) No, not not doing it. I've seen this movie before. Exactly. Um,
0: Get the hell out of there."
1: So, Danny does want to leave, but she gets manipulated into staying. She kind of gets talked off the edge of leaving and staying. Um, The elders come back, and they do say that um, the two can write their thesis about this, but no names, no locations, and they have to share between the two of them. Um, We see Christian... Wakes up at one point, they, they like go to sleep and wake up, and mm-hmm. Christian finds a, a stone carving under his, or a wood carving under his bed. A rune. And it's explained that it's a love rune, yeah. uh, which Seriously. goes back to the tapestry we saw before.
0: So someone has a crush on him and that's in the commune.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh,
0: I wrote this down because I found it fascinating. I was curious what the difference was between a commune and a cult. A commune, you live together, and a cult, you don't. Wait. Or at least they say it's mostly not a cult. I think I read that
1: right. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Um, uh, so we get to see, pretty shortly after this, Sid from Toy Story um, has been drinking, and he goes off to go to the bathroom, and he goes and he pees on a tree that's knocked over. Yeah. And one of the peaceful town villagers cusses at him and yells at him, and calls him an idiot, all sorts of things, because the tree is basically like an ancestral sacred. burial sacred tree. Yeah. Uh, so they're like, "Hey, you just pissed on my tree." Yeah. And he's like, "Damn, sorry. I didn't know."
0: How and how would he know if you, no one told him?
1: I mean, I wouldn't have just like walked up and peed on the tree. That just seems weird.
0: I guess. I guess he really had to go. But, yes, the, these people start freaking out at him, and he has no idea what's going on. Like, I don't know what I did wrong. I don't know why you, people are mad at me.
1: Don't they just have bathrooms somewhere? Or, like, designated bathrooms? Why not just go there? You had to really go? Uh, we also then see the girl from earlier, from the other couple who came, and she's looking for her boyfriend. She's trying to pack and look for her boyfriend, when well, one of the townspeople comes up and tells her that your boyfriend's already left, the car yeah. or the truck that he was taking in only seats two people, and that he would get to the train station, call back, and then you'd get taken there. Um, again, huge, uh, like, okay. no thanks. Um, if I was an onlooker and I saw that, I'd be like, alright, I'm out of here.
0: They, and they're very clearly close. I mean, yeah, they're a couple, but they're, she's like, there's no way he would leave and leave me all by myself and not tell me he wouldn't do that. And so she's... You can kind of see the gear is starting to work a little bit in her head. That this is awfully convenient.
1: Yeah. And it just... Like, Danny and other people are kind of watching this. But nobody really talks about it or anything. Which is another thing that's just like... Why? Why would you literally just sit there... You saw the same thing they did. You should be able to understand why they're freaking out about it. And now all of a sudden... They... Seemed lovey-dovey and basically yeah. really close the whole time. Why would one of them leave without the other? Doesn't make sense.
0: In a strange place, in a strange country, with nothing but strangers. Um,
1: that generally gets ignored, but we do get the most important question, which is... Since this ta- this community is so small, is there incest?
0: Ah, yes. Uh, oh,
1: which yes. is sort of explained that basically... um offspring are kept track of so that people don't generally have incest sometimes distant cousins do get the approval uh but mostly if they need to they'll bring in outsiders in order to have babies right uh except for the disabled kid who colors in their town journal thing that they interpret as like laws and what needs to take place because he is the product of incest. Right. Uh, and the, when he when they die, they very purposely just, I assume, pick a, a couple, a brother and a sister or something, yeah. and say, get to it, make us another one. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> it's very purpose, oh, purposeful, they very, explain. Very, very purposeful. Um, we get to see also at this point um, the one character is being shown like the town journal or law book or whatever but it's mostly just pages of scribbles or completely colored like green blue colored pages Mm -hmm. and it's explained that like um, they view the disabled kid he's he because of his disabilities he is like clear of vision so what he does and hear the elders then interpret which to me just says we just make shit up. Yeah,
0: percent. <laughs> I, mean, I mean,
1: they're already making shit up. But like, how are you gonna interpret some kid just coloring an entire page blue? What does blue mean? I don't know. Sky. Sad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The
0: they, sky and
1: sadness is outlawed.
0: They, they really fully believe in whatever it is that they believe in. Yeah. Well. As in is. Insane as it is, it is also not too far from reality with a lot of churches and places.
1: Um, not long after that, um... Well, he is refu—he has to take photos of the book, but he's refused that he can't take photos of it. Right. Danny soon starts asking some townspeople about the other girl who was there, because yeah. now she's vanished. And they say that uh, she got drove to the train station, um she kind of seems sort of suspicious of it but yeah. not like fully again it sort of gets dropped pretty quickly um we're then kind of back at the table with a bunch of people sitting around here and christian in in this row we've got our four main people right everybody's drinks at the at this table every single person's yes. drinks at this table it looks like lemonade basically like yeah, a, le- like a light lemonade. light yellowish color Christians is very clearly like red yeah. orange whatever again this goes back to like how stupid can you write these characters <laughs> that not a single one of these people or the man drinking it himself notices that his drink is different from everyone else's I just to me, that's just bad writing. That's bad writing. It's not even that's hidden. So it's so clearly different.
0: And the cups are they are glass.
1: So yeah, you can, you can you see. see Every single cup is a light yellow, like a faded yellow. Only his. And his is like an orangish red color. Clear as day. Just, Did he ask? Like, it would have made sense if maybe he asked if they had some other sort of yeah. drink or something. And they brought him something different. No, but, they're all lined up. And only his is that color. Come on. How come just like seriously?
0: I I, I wrote. Down. I
1: get it's gotta play into this whole like love spell nonsense. Yeah. But man it's, is it dumb. So obvious. It is so stupid. I <laughs> I don't know how people think that this movie is as brilliant as they think, because that's some dumb shit that I would expect like I, man, I don't know. On like a ch- children's TV show yeah. or something. Like where the characters are supposed to be dumb.
0: This is also like the fourth time now. It, all I could think in my head was stop taking food and beverages from strangers where it's it's just okay.
1: Oh, and it's also that same thing. Right. And the same thing is also where he takes a bite of like this meat yeah. pie or something. And he pulls out the hair and... If it wasn't already clear, you have to have a character go, it looks like a pub. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, you don't have to say that. We get it. It's a hair. We saw the thing earlier. Like, come on. So,
0: it's so again, we're jumping back to that, that tapestry that we saw earlier that shows putting the, the rune on the bed. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you have to eat someone's pubic
1: hair, but... <laughs> again, just, like, just go talk to him. Yeah. Just talk to him. You kicked him earlier, and he looked at you. You got his attention. Just talk to him.
0: Don't put your pubes in his food.
1: We also get a, uh, Mark at this point. Um, he's tapped on the shoulder by a girl and says, "Come with me. I'm gonna show you something."
0: Oh
1: yeah. And or or uh, she says, um, yeah. He's like, she's like, I gotta show you something. He's like, show me what? And she's like, just something. Nobody questions it. He doesn't question it. He goes, all right, I'm going to go get showed. Sh- it's also why. It's why? Also important
0: what? to note that the whole time that they're at this dinner table and they're eating, the guy that yelled at him earlier for peeing on the tree is just is staring like a, daggers yeah, at yeah, staring him. staring daggers at And, and he's like, I don't, I don't think that guy likes me very much or something like that. And he, the dude's just staring him down like he wants to kill him.
1: Yeah, I just, And then all of
0: a sudden someone's like, hey, come with me.
1: It's just, the it's so, it's so dumb. And yeah, horror movies have dumb characters and that's sort of the trope and whatever. But like, this is painstakingly stupid. Why nobody questions their friend just going to get showed something by some woman they've never yeah. met before. He's just going to be showed. No explanation. <laughs> no attempt for Showing anything. What? Just, hey, I'm going to go get showed. Showed what?
0: Get it
1: like a blowjob or something? I think the assumption is yes, because he kept being in the beginning. He's like, "Wow, Swedish women are so hot. How are uh, they so yeah. hot?" But if even if like the most attractive woman in the world came up to me and went, taps me on the shoulder and yeah. just goes, "I'm gonna show you something," I'd go, <laughs>
0: "No,
1: <laughs> you're gonna show me what? Show me what? I've seen your stepped. I've seen your town. You got two buildings and a tree." <laughs> yeah. I've seen it. What are you going to show me? That is... Like, it's just... It's painfully bad. It's painfully bad. And people are going to disagree. So many people love this movie. But I absolutely don't get it because of shit like this. I love it. This is, like, the worst aspects of horror movies is the character is just so unbelievably brain-dead. And there's (laughs) no real explanation or anything to try and be like, well, this is why he did it. You can't even be like, well, they were all drugged. No, they're not. There's no, no literally no indication that they're drugged at this yeah. point.
0: They, they... He's <laughs> just dumb. And he's just
1: dumb because he needs to be dumb to go with this dumb thing.
0: It is it is very unfortunate. But again, we learn another life lesson. We've already learned. Stop taking. Don't
1: be showed. Th- things. Don't be don't be showed. Don't get showed. Don't get showed.
0: Well don't don't take Food and drinks from strangers.
1: Especially if yours is different from Especially everyone else's. If yours is the
0: only one that's different, I would like to think I would be self aware enough to realize my I think I
1: would realize to it too. Different. I think if I sat down at a seat, like, I would be aware enough yeah. that everyone else, like, there's like 50 people. Yeah. 49 of those drinks are one <laughs> color. I think I'd realize that. Yeah.
0: Don't,
1: don't, don't take funny food and drinks. And even if it away wasn't even if it wasn't my drink, I might look over at yeah. my friend and be like, "What do you have?"
0: Yeah, if it, if it was like a guy sitting six seats away from me and his was different, I'd be like, "Hey man, what what's yours? What do you got there? Is that arsenic or <laughs> <laughs> arsenic? <laughs> so yeah." Um, so yeah, so the the be self aware people.
1: Mm-hmm. We then kind of cut to that night. Uh, the one friend sleeps with his shoes on. Because he gets up in the middle of the night... Sneaks back into their little... Book house. <laughs> and he goes and starts taking photos of it with his phone. He's flipping through the pages taking photos. And we see behind him somebody come in yeah. through the door. And he turns and he goes... Mark? Because we haven't seen Mark. Mark no. never came back. And first off... Stature, like Stature wise... Yeah. Looks nothing like Mark. No. So I don't know how you'd confuse that to begin with. But... He's literally, like, walking closer to dude, gets clubbed over the head. Yeah. Kind of bleeding out a little bit. It is shown that it's a person wearing Mark's face. Yeah.
0: Mark, Mark,
1: Mark. Also pantsless. Mark dead. <laughs> um, so now Mark and the other guy have been completely killed. Yeah. Uh, They've been removed. <laughs> I feel bad calling this guy the other guy. What is it? Josh. Josh. That's his name. So...
0: So the only reason that Josh gets it is because he was taking pictures... Josh gets it because
1: he... Yeah, because he snuck behind their back and took pictures.
0: Got a little too nosy.
1: Or at least that's, like, the explanation. In the end, we do realize that, like, they were gonna do this anyway. Yeah. Uh, Like, there was... It didn't matter. But it at least gives them a reason to... Explain in the next morning when they have a little town meeting. Going, our book was stolen. We right. think it was the one college kid because he's not here now. Yeah. and both and Danny again, sort of being the only character to kind of be like, that doesn't sound right. Um, but also Christian's just like that jerk. I knew he was gonna not share his information with me. Right. So dumb. But again, it gives like a r- really basic explanation for why these people are disappearing nobody asks about mark nope. nobody's just like what happened to mark w- what did he do he got showed something was it like i'm gonna show you the door get out of here like th- there's literally nothing to go with that um <laughs> <laughs> <sorry>. so <clears throat> we also get to a point where i don't know why i took this over you're supposed to be reading <laughs> um there's tea being made. We see like grass and shit be thrown into a pitcher All and kind of, of stirred, herbs. and everybody's kind of drinking some. Danny's given some, but she's like, "Uh, what is it?" And, and the lady just goes, "It's tea." Mm. If you give me first off, I don't, I just don't like tea. Yeah. But if you give me something that's got like floating <laughs> bits in it, yeah, I'm not drinking it to begin with. Especially
0: if you can't say exactly what it is. Yeah. But um. This is the point, too, um, in the movie where um, she's given, like, an outfit and changes, right? For the maypole? Yes. So, he, so, um, yeah, Mark, or not Mark, um, Christian is getting a little bit distracted, but he's seeing that, um, Danny's kind of taken in by the women, and she's kind of invited to do this Maypole dance for May Day, and all of the women are wearing these white, sort of I don't know, they're very pioneery to me, these dresses. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, and yes, yeah, so they all again drink some weird stuff that you shouldn't do. Um, and uh, and she's invited to take part in dancing around the maypole. And she's not really explained what the purpose is, but everyone's kind of laughing and having fun, so she's just kind of going along with it. And we just see a bunch of the communes' women, younger women, dancing in circles around the Maypole.
1: Which is referenced to as... uh, The whole thing is they dance until they drop, whoever's left standing. And it's a reference to the dancing plague of... Uh, 1815, I think, is what it was? Mm-hmm. Or did I get that backwards? No, I did get it backwards. A 1518, oh. where in, like, France or something, literally people danced until they died.
0: It was like, <clears throat> it was like hysteria or something, right?
1: Uh, that's, I think, the assumption.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. They
1: literally don't know why it happened. It literally sprung up, happened, tons of pe- a bunch of people died, and then it went away.
0: <laughs> I think it was mostly, didn't they, t- well... Wasn't it dehydration mostly that they died from?
1: Exhaustion. Like, Exhaust. Yeah, exhaustion,
0: dehydration. They weren't eating or drinking, and yeah, dancing until they died. Really
1: it. silly. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, so um, so yeah, the 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 ritual is all of these uh, girls are dancing until they're too tired to go on, or they trip and they fall, um, and Danny's really good at it. She's doing a great job of keeping up, and she's kind of lost a little bit in that weird tea that they had. So she's kind of tripping, and also just kind of getting lost in their, I don't know, their their celebration. So.
1: Well, okay, the drink was drugs. Right. She drank drugs. She drank drugs. She, she drank drugs. Yeah. So does Christian. He refuses to at first, but when he sees Danny dancing, he then gives in to yeah. it. Uh, Because now he's starting to feel, like, left out. Or kind of being pushed to the side. So he kind of gives in and just just drinks. Because it looks like she's, like, moving on. And now he's kind of alone. Whatever.
0: He's seeing her, like, be happy in herself for the first time.
1: So it's at this point and on, both of them are on drugs the entire time. Unknowingly, they were drugged. Yeah. You see this with a couple things. One... All of a sudden, Danny speaks Swedish with a woman. Oh yeah! Clearly, that's not actually happening no. because she doesn't know S- Swedish. No. it's a drug thing. That that's what it's supposed to be. So yeah. if you're ever confused by that part, don't be because it's nonsense. <laughs> um, also, it's not that she's doing particularly good at the dancing. It is very much orchestrated for her oh, yeah, to be perfect. the last one. Yeah. Uh, almost certainly that that's the way that it went. Now. So he is up on this hill, kind of watching everything happen. Right. Um, Danny does eventually outlast everyone and becomes cr- gets crowned as the May Queen.
0: Yeah, she wins.
1: And everybody's like cheering her on while he's sort of just overlooking everything. And again, this is kind of where he's sort of shown as alone while everybody else is celebrating, having fun. Um, he's now been sort of the outsider, yeah. including uh Pell or whatever his name is kisses her, yes, um, and then they all lift her up on a table, and i t- I said this to you at one point when they did that. I was like, ah, oh, here's where they fucked up. you never put pussy on a pedestal all right that'll, <laughs> that'll do <laughs> it
0: it is it is a really great change of pace for her character though because she's gone through all of this shit and trauma and grief and loss and we're finally getting to see her not leaning on her boyfriend not leaning on to someone else to you know to uplift her she's having her moment she's happy she's giggling and laughing and yeah she's on mushrooms or whatever that is but but she you can see in her eyes that she's Gotten a little bit of self worth back through this through this experience, and she's like, I I maybe I'm a strong independent woman.
1: Yeah yeah uh huh. <laughs> um. So they they carry Danny over to a table. They sit down at this table. Now you can really tell the drugs are really kicking in because everything, yeah. including her flower crown, everything's warping and mm-hmm. like dis disoriented, um, and all sorts of fucked up. And Christian sits down at the table. He's, like, halfway down, and everybody's wearing white except for him, so he sticks out. And he's sort of just looking at her, Uh, almost kind of like a lost puppy, sort mm -hmm. of, like... Again, this is where I think he's kind of realizing, like, something's wrong. Yeah. uh, That he's fucked up, or whatever. Um, And he's just sitting there, like, looking at her, looking very sad. Yeah. And he's getting further away from her. That's also sort of the indication. It's like he's getting further and further away from her. Um, Symbolism. And Danny, I feel like, looks at him and also kind of on the opposite side of the spectrum does want to be with him or wants him back because she's also sort of feeling isolated at this point. Right. Uh, But... With everything else kind of going around, it's, like... Kind of ignored or, or denied, basically. Um, Christian, at this point, is taken to the sex cave. Of of the old women.
0: It's like, like, 20 women. Who are all naked.
1: Yeah. Uh, and it's very hilarious. He gets in there, he's told... Yeah, you can mate with the young redhead who's been... Feeding you pubes and giving you blood drinks and stuff. Yep. And he gets in there, and again, he's just totally out of it on drugs. He's very clearly, like, he does. Jack uh, Raynor is a great actor, and he's doing great visually giving off that he's fucked up. Yep. And this is why I don't think you need all the dis- distortion in the backgrounds and stuff, is because he's doing such a good job. Of looking like he's having a really bad trip, or that something's wrong, the way his eyes look, the way his like posture changes and, yeah. and mannerisms and stuff, and he gets in there and he looks almost like he's having an out of body experience. He goes oh, yeah. into this room. There's a the young woman just laying on a a Spiraled bed of <laughs> a bed of leaves or whatever it is, and then like ten older women just naked arm in arm, sitting there. It's very strange.
0: Very creepy.
1: But he gets in he gets on top of her and sort of like hesitantly gets into it and then starts getting basically sort of peer pressured into doing it with all those old women. And one of them at some point is like literally pumping for him. Really gross. Um, it's very it's very weird. It's very weird. I
0: do not care for that scene at all. Um, it's very uncomfortable, and it's—it's it's also weird. Too I mean, I find it
1: pretty hilarious, to I be honest.
0: Yes, but it's like her mom is there holding her head, and I assume that that's—I don't know—that was
1: her mom. Well, no, the whole town raises people, so it's not anything.
0: But um, but yeah, it. Oh, She's attacking it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the cat just attacked. Went after the dog. Um, but it's—it's a really uncomfortable scene. And the guy is like, is this okay? I guess it's okay. I'm just gonna go with it.
1: I mean, there's a question, and, you know, you're supposed to kind of think about, like, what is consent in this moment? Right. Um, Obviously, when Danny stumbles upon it and sees it through, like, a little peephole, she's in shock and heartbroken and whatever, but it's set up specifically for her to be able to see it. Yeah. And she doesn't seem to realize she's on drugs. Doesn't know he's on drugs. Mm-hmm. He kind of just got thrown into this. Is completely literally a victim in this situation, being used by the cult um, to get what they want, which is maybe maybe a baby. Look, I don't I think these people. Really sure. I don't. I don't think people realize how babies work. That. <laughs> you're not necessarily gonna get it right away. Right. So, why would you just do it once and then kill the dude? <laughs> like, but, unless you just don't care, unless you, like, literally don't care how the baby turns out, that you're just like, try it, you're executed. Didn't yeah. it work, bring in the next guy.
0: You can, you can also see, though, from, from the perspective of this young woman that has the crush on him, that she very much so is doing this because i don't know it almost seems clinical on her end because as soon as they're done knees to your chest rocking backwards oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: no she was definitely explained like you gotta elevate your legs above your head to get it to fertilize or whatever to get that baby so it it does seem
0: very very weird and clinical and then you know. Also, at the same time, you know, they
1: say you got to stand on your head after if you really want a baby. Is that true? I don't know. That's what I've heard. Mm. I don't have any children, so I can't tell you. You don't? No. Anyway,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, it again, we're getting another scene in the past where we've seen when someone in the community is crying, everyone's crying. When someone in the community is feel howling in pain, everyone. I else think does. I
1: would punch someone if they if I was. Going through something like that, yeah. and they came up to me and just started to scream in yeah. my ear. I think I just very right into the throat.
0: <laughs> it's very unnerving. So it's not
1: unnerv. It's not unnerving. The sex I get it. it they're, they're sharing in her make- pain. they It yeah. makes Danny feel uh, heard. Yeah. Um, like her feelings are important, or whatever. Wow, That's Dani. kind of what they're going for because Christian didn't give that to her when they were just, you know, like two normal college kids. Um, but, man, I, like, I would hate that. Personally. I like the
0: idea of you just whacking someone in the throat with your hand.
1: If I was just in a bad mood, the last thing I could ever possibly imagine I would want is, like, five other people to surround me yeah. and just start, like, Groaning. wailing in my face, crying or whatever. Yeah. I don't think, that would not make me feel better. I'd like, be, you don't know what the fuck you like what what is this fake shit? It's on it's on the surface fake as hell. That's what it is.
0: I, I I really hate the idea of a group of
1: people watching you have sex and then like making noises with you. That part <laughs> is it's hilarious. It's <laughs> so disturbing. It's so funny. Um so disturbing. Christian does sort of He's not coming to cuz the drugs are still in effect but he does kind of have a moment of clarity, the post-nut clarity, that's what it clarity. is. He <laughs> he kind of like realizes the situation and books it out of there. And <laughs> um originally he was supposed to put on like a robe or something but yeah. the actor decided like no, I'll fucking go full frontal nudity. You don't get to see that with men a lot. You literally just had like Eleven naked women on screen. But so, very full,
0: also full, full friendly
1: Yeah. Um, so he he runs out naked uh, and tries to run off. He runs into a chicken coop place, yeah. um, which I don't know if we've seen before. Or if we did, it was very brief. Mm-hmm. But inside, he runs into not only chickens but Simon, yeah. the boyfriend of the other lady, who was said that he went to a train station. He is now strung up. Mm-hmm. In this chicken coop... I don't know what exactly the point of his body being in here is... But he's got flowers in his eye sockets... Yeah. He's, he's got...
0: Flayed out...
1: His Yeah, his his back is torn open... And his lungs are like suspended... And still... still it's going. not 100% clear if they're still breathing... Meaning that Simon himself is alive... Which at that point, like... Why would he be? Uh, because that's the only explanation for yeah. why the lungs would be moving... Or two, if it is just we're still seeing from Christian's perspective on drugs, right. they're not actually moving. It's just a he's on drugs, so things are kind of moving and warping yeah. that aren't really.
0: Yeah, that's that's a gross scene. We're we're starting to really get elbow deep in how fucked up this this commune is. Yeah, and how their intentions were not always so. He sweet also he of. also
1: saw. Uh, um, Josh's severed foot in the garden. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which also, like, what it, what is the point of that? Why would you like, bury I, it all the way. Maybe, right. What is the point of the leg actually sticking out of the ground? If if you're using it as some sort of fertilizer or compost or something, why would it just be sticking straight out of the ground? It maybe doesn't. I just got tired. It doesn't make any sort of sense. That I I'm not a like a botanist or anything, so I don't <laughs> know. Like, maybe there's some sort of Maybe they're trying to drain the blood out of it, but, like, would plants even use blood? I don't know. But second, just the point, the only point for it to be there is for the shock value of right. Christian is going to see this. It serves no real purpose, no explanation. It's just there to be there. It's yeah. dumb.
0: It's like... It, I would I would love... I would love the... I. I'm going to go ahead and think this. I'm going to think that it was someone's job to get rid of the leg, and they just did it really half-assed, and was
1: like, Man. "It's not even. That's not even half-assed. It's like you just threw it, and it just happened to land that way." And he's like, "Yeah, good enough." They were like,
0: Wh- "Whatever. Fuck this." That is funny when you
1: think about it. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I guess. Um, so they finally. Oh, this part I-, I thought was hilarious. When Christian's in the chicken coop, he like turns around and he gets um like some pocket sand thrown at him. Yeah. It's more drugs. They basically blow it in his face to like knock him out or whatever, yeah. but it also is just like a silly thing, like, whew, I just blew drugs in your face. Ha ha. <laughs> um but we see at this point Danny is up on a stage in her massive flower dress thing. Which just looks like a nightmare to put on and take off. I
0: feel like I heard her say somewhere that that thing weighed so much.
1: Oh, no. She had... uh, uh There was, like, fans and stuff. She Because con- it was too hot and Ew. too much to take on and off, I believe.
0: It's really cool looking, though. Very intricate. Yeah. yeah. Basically just all flowers.
1: So, they get her up there. And the sort of full picture of the situation is explained. Right. Christian's woken up. The lady says, you can't speak, you can't move, so mm-hmm. don't even try, mister. Yep. Um, and the whole situation is explained, is that during this festival every 90 years, they need nine sacrifices. Right. Four from their own town, which was the two elderly people, which they've turned into tree planters, basically. Yeah. For whatever reason. Uh, aesthetically pleasing? I don't know. Again, it's just another thing that's like, ooh, look at that. Crazy. More shock
0: value.
1: The four people from out of town, which at this point was Mark and Josh, the two friends. We see Mark, who had been skinned. Yeah. Again, a little foreshadowing much earlier. Somebody asks what game the kids are playing. It's called Skin the Fool. Mark had been skinned. He's a fool. haha, He's dressed up like a jester. Okay. Uh, he's basically a scarecrow at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh's body uh, is there. And then the woman and the boyfriend... Uh, the woman's, like, brought out in a wheelbarrow. And, yeah. and the other guy we saw strung up before. So that's four of the sacrifices. Or that's six of the sacrifices. The next one is... Two more people from the town mm-hmm. picked on a random lottery. Yeah. They literally have one of those lotto machines with yeah. the balls in it. Yeah. They crank it, and out comes symbols, which I assume are, like, names or something, and they call the two people forward. Uh, one of them is, or is it two volunteers?
0: No, I think you had it the first time. I can't remember, though, if
1: they... I don't remember, but one of them is the friend of the guy who brought our... Of Pell, or whatever his name is, who brought the two, like, Spanish students there. And then another is just some random guy. Um, And then the final choice is Danny has to pick between... Just has to pick the final person, which could either be Christian or... Or someone else. And obviously, they've just set her up to pick him. Mm -hmm. He can't defend himself or anything because he's been drugged so much that he can't even speak. And in her sort of sorrow and trauma of everything that's happening, she doesn't even really say anything. She just kind of stares at him. And they just go, good enough for me. So then they, they, they kill a bear take out its guts, yep. put Christian into it, sew him shut, Sews them in. and then they bring him to the yellow triangle building we've seen a number of times, mm-hmm. and they place him in the center on, like, a little throne, and then they place all the dead people around, yeah. and then the two live people go in. They give the two live people some drugs going, so this doesn't hurt. They give them, like, I don't know, some LSD or something. Yeah.
0: Some sort of morphine, maybe opium or
1: something. And then they just set the place on fire. Yep. Yeah. And Christian is, like, aware of what's happening, but he's so out of it, he can't move, he can't do anything. And everything starts to burn, and then the two townspeople realize, oh, shit, it still hurts to be burned alive and start yeah. screaming.
0: Which, A- and then, of course, everyone in the
1: Everybody starts to wail story. and cry in pain and whatever, because they share in the anguish. And we see Danny sort of in like the final kind of view shot is hysterical, and then calms down into a smile.
0: I'd be mean, like, "Why didn't y'all give us these drugs like thirty minutes earlier for it to kick in before you set the place on the fire?"
1: <laughs> Just give me what he has. Yeah. Then I really couldn't feel it.
0: Yeah, it's it's a it's a disturbing watch.
1: Basically, I take the final thing where she smiles as like she's mentally broke at that point. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's not she's happy to be rid of this trauma oh, yeah. or she feels like she's found a place. They've literally just mentally broken her. She's literally just... She's gone. Bad thing after bad thing after bad thing, and she's... She broke.
0: And of all of all the things that could possibly happen after everything that she's been through, she would go on vacation to this horror shit show. You know?
1: And I'll say it, Christian didn't deserve any of that shit. Really? No, I don't think he did. I don't think Christian necessarily did anything wrong. I think he was, look, the thing that happens to Danny with her family, awful. But there is absolutely no correct way for Christian to respond to that. Sure, could he have been more, like, empathetic to her? Totally. But he was already at the point of wanting to leave her and break up with her, and now all of a sudden he's sort of asked to either make things worse for her or be there as much as you can for her to try and, like, get through it and then just leave, which would have probably been the normal course of action. But, like, he doesn't... I don't think he's particularly shitty to her. There are times throughout the movie where like the first time they take drugs that he's like okay well if you don't want to then I won't I'll just like hang out with you so you know you're not alone and he just asks like could you guys maybe just wait until f- wait for us then and they're like well no and then he's like oh he doesn't like go okay well we got to do it now
0: that is true he
1: doesn't he doesn't like sure is she peer pressured into it kind of but it's not him directly being like well damn now I can't do it cuz of you jeez I don't know. I just think like he. I feel like he's dealt a pretty shitty hand mm-hmm. through this movie as well. Uh, and
0: but he slept with someone and she didn't.
1: Yeah, but he was also given dr- unknown drugs and basically forced into it. That is Again, helpful. the post nut clarity. He realized what was going on and he tried to get the fuck out of there.
0: That is true. And now he's a dead bear.
1: Now he's a dead bear.
0: We did see the bear, too, in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I forgot about that. There's just a
1: random bear in the There's a cage. random
0: cage in the middle of the place, and a bear just sitting in it. Poor bear.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, that, that last scene of her kind of having that smirk on her face is... It felt so haunting
1: to me. You know who has a better scene than that? Hmm. Mia Goth and Pearl.
0: She does a really, really good smirk.
1: Not even a smirk, but that scene of her at the end of Pearl oh, is amazing. Oh,
0: I know what you're talking
1: about. Yeah, where she's just smiling Scary for like smiling. five minutes straight.
0: My face would start to have spasms.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, that's Midsummer. Um, when we first saw it, I... So, my history with Ari Aster movies is pretty simple. Um, I don't think Hereditary is a very good movie. I, th- I, think it's, I think it's a very basic horror movie that people just for absolutely no discernible reason seem to think was some sort of elevated thing. And a lot of right. that I think comes back to Tony Collette's performance in it, which she's good. I like Tony Collette. She's great and everything. But also she mostly just screams throughout the movie. And if we've she learned does. anything from the Babadook, I hate characters who do nothing but scream the entire time. Um...
0: Don't watch The
1: Babadook. But I also thought Hereditary wasn't even slightly spooky. I was, not Wasn't even slightly... And, I mean, to be fair, I don't find most horror movies particularly scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just not... I'm, that's why I, I'm very open that I generally like slasher movies more. Right. Just because that at least gives something interesting. And I think you can do excellent ones. X is a great example of that. Right. Possession movies, witch movies... Ghost things are just too dumb for, in my opinion, most of the time. And that's what Hereditary boils down to. It's a little witchy, cursed nonsense that was never going to be amazing to me, but I quite literally thought it was hilariously dumb. Uh, The part with the kid having a peanut allergy reaction, ending up getting decapitated, is one of the funniest things I've seen in many years. And in the theater, it was dead silence from people being in like shock because you thought she was going to be the central character. Right. So it makes sense that people would be shocked by it, but it was so fucking stupid, stupid. I just busted out laughing. Um, so hereditary, whatever. It's I would not. Ne- I have literally no interest in ever watching again. I don't think there was anything there that was particularly interesting. That's when everybody started being like elevated horror, elevated yeah. horror, nonsense, absolute nonsense. Um, then Midsummer came out a couple years later, year later, whatever it was. I was interested for a couple reasons. Florence Pugh, we had seen previously, I liked her. Jack Raynor, like I said, Sing Street from like two, three years before that. I loved him in that. So I was interested in seeing it. And it was Ari Aster's only like second big movie. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then we saw it, and I just didn't care for it. And I still don't really feel any differently towards it. I think think the characters are not well-written in the fact that they're pretty generic, basic... Outside of Danny and, and Christian, arguably. The rest are just super generic, shallow, nothing horror characters who are just incredibly stupid and for anything where it's trying to have like ooh we're foreshadowing oh look at this foreshadowing ooh it's all just so so blatantly in your face and uninteresting that i just like i don't really care the 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 most horry, scary spooky part of this is quite literally the beginning where danny finds out that her sister committed a murder-suicide with yeah. carbon monoxide poisoning with the, the car uh, exhaust fumes or yeah. whatever. That is like the most horror part of this whole thing. The people jumping off the cliffs, the first one is fine but the second one is just so, for me, is so cheesy and dumb that it just th- takes me completely out. And and everything after that is like, the parts where you, you are like, ooh, it's unnerving and things. Mm-hmm. Like, just they don't bother me in like in the slightest mm-hmm. would i like it in in, in person no Our but i also would better. never end up in that situation mm-hmm. to begin with that is true. like i'm never i would i just the characters are just too dumb and you have to i feel like horror movies can write better characters but there's just so many things in this that are just so like in your face why does nobody question this yeah that it just sucks me completely out of it. I like it more than I do Hereditary, oh, but I just, okay. and, and that comes down to like the set designs are really good. I appreciate those. Uh, I think it is shot relatively well, outside of a few things that just are, like artistically don't work for me. Like, even though the upside down shot is once again, every time I see that in any movie, I just kind of roll my eyes. Right. The the blurry backgrounds shifting and moving and stuff. I find just silly. I don't think you need that to convey that people are high. Uh, and especially when we see later on that Jack Rayner acts so well mm-hmm. in this, this, when he, in the final end of the movie, when he is drugged. Right. He's all just giving it with his face and his body language. It's so clear that he is not himself mm-hmm. that you don't need it. And it's pretty clear that Danny, obviously they both drink the same thing, so you can assume both of them are drugged. If you didn't, why the hell else do you think she's speaking Swedish? She didn't just by like osmosis pick that up. No, <laughs> she is very clearly on drugs. Um, so I don't know I, the the elevated horror thing and and the love that the movies get. Just I don't get it. I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. It's it feels more pretentious than anything. It's it feels like huh, I like this hip cool thing, and it's like. Yeah, but it's not great. Yeah. It's just not. And and whatever. Everybody can like whatever they want. It's just not for me. We don't even have to talk about Bo is Afraid because I also... I've, we did our review of that. Mm-hmm. I feel incredibly indifferent about Bo uh, is Afraid. Yeah. Um, but that's just going to be Ari Aster. Every movie he ever makes, I'm going to see. I am going to go in as open-minded as possible. But I assume... Almost all of his movies are always going to be the same thing, where he is trying to do these clever, interesting things, and sometimes he does clever, interesting things, but generally, for whatever weird reason, people think this is, like, the second coming of horror or something, and it's just not.
0: Yeah, I don't... don't. Hereditary, I definitely... That one I still don't understand why so many people love it and um and yeah just, just praise it so much didn't really care for hereditary like I said before I didn't care for this the first time that I watched it and while a lot of the stuff I agree on that it's stupid it just I don't know why it just grew on me the second time I watched it I watched it a third time I watched it again and even the, the stupid stuff I love. I think it's, and I I love Florence Pugh and everything.
1: And like, part. look, pe- people can attack me about the like the characters are stupid thing, and that's like a horror trope. And when I say that I love slashers, like, ninety nine percent of slasher mm-hmm. characters are fucking dumb. Oh yeah. And that's true, and I openly admit that a hundred million percent. But every once in a while, we actually get like really well written characters or smart things, and that's why I love x as much as i do is because those characters they're not necessarily the brightest characters in the world right but they're also each character is actually is, is a character it's right. not a one note anything they they have they have their reasons for doing things they've got their motivation they've got what they want they're generally nice people right. they're not unlikable characters they are ret. they are wrote as humans right the characters in *Midsummer* are not—they're not human beings. They're just not. The only two that probably are were the the boyfriend and girlfriend that we don't really know, okay. Simon and uh, I don't remember what it, Claire or something—I think might have been her name—because they actually react like humans who don't yeah. know about the shit would react. While the rest of our people just are standing there.
0: They were the only ones to be like, "Okay, immediately." I no. would have said
1: Mark is more like more of a human character than the rest of them too. Yeah. But the problem is... He's... Like, he goes to sleep at one point... For whatever reason... And then the next time... He just... Like... He... I don't know... He goes off with somebody who just goes... I want to show you something. Yeah. Without a question... Without any sort of question... The point is just supposed to be like... He's horny. And it's like... Yeah, he's said a few times... That Swedish women are so hot... Or that he's hoping to meet some Swedish women... Wow, what a character. It's just so, it's so dumb. And I guess maybe they all are supposed to represent different traits of, like, toxic masculinity or something. Yeah. And all this, like, super pretentious, idealistic sort of thing you're supposed to pick up on. But the char- you could do all of that, but you could also write interesting characters. Or not make the characters so blatantly stupid.
0: There were a couple suckers in there.
1: Yeah. Anyway, anyway, it wasn't my pick. It was her pick. Who's I really, if 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 I wasn't being such a nice person and and we were alternating picks for movies, never in a million years would I have let you select this movie. <laughs> That's
0: hilarious.
1: We got through it, you know, with minimum groans. But I don't think I'll I would be watching it again unless you literally wanted to watch it. And I was just like, yeah, yeah whatever.
0: I won. <laughs> I was, a little part of me was, a tiny part of me was thinking maybe you'd be like, well, now that I've watched it, again it's not that, but no, no
1: in fact I, well, like I, I said, no, 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 I don't I don't hate it anymore, I don't, I don't hate this movie, I just don't think it's amazing, I yeah. think it's pretty like, B-horror like, I don't think it's doing yeah. anything spectacular or amazing the things that people see in it Cool, you pick something up on it. There, there are definitely movies that I really love that people would say sort of the same thing about. Like, one of them that at some point I do want to, re- like, do an episode on is Only God Forgives with Ryan Gosling. He has maybe two lines of dialogue in that whole movie. It's very in-your-face with its metaphors and what it's trying to say. But I absolutely love... That movie, and and I know a lot of people hated that movie, and it wasn't well received. It's by the same guy who did Drive, so it was like if you didn't really like Drive because Ryan Ryan Gosling doesn't really speak in that movie, mm-hmm. well he speaks even less in this movie. <laughs> so, um, so I get it. There there are there's always going to be movies and people are going to have their own takes and interests and whatever. But for me, this is just like there's so little. That I think is done well in this movie, and the rest of it's just not good.
0: I can definitely see where someone would call it pre- pre- more on the pretentious.
1: pretentious. Oh, it is. It definitely hundred percent is. That's not ta- again. That's not take away from like what it's trying to say again with like toxic masculinity or abusive relationships, whether that's emotionally, physically, whatever, or like mental health stuff and and whatnot that you can you can pick up sort of the themes and stuff going on in mm-hmm. this. But I just don't think any of it's put together, like, extremely well or cohesively. And all these, like, little foreshadowed things and stuff are just so... I don't know. I feel like you just do better. You're Like, you could just do better. You show us this tapestry, which is interesting, this artwork and stuff of of the, like, love potion and the steps to the love potion. And it's very clear, because that's the only thing on the shot that remember all this stuff because it's going to be important... You don't need a character later on going, that's pubes, man. Yeah. Like, that's just, crazy. you don't need that. Just have him pull out the hair and be somebody be like, oh, there's hair in it. Yeah. You don't need to go, that looks like a pube. <laughs> you should remember that. You saw a thing about it earlier. Now his drink being red makes yeah. sense. But nobody's going to mention. I, I could go on for <laughs> days about that stupid fucking scene. That scene is so dumb. And i challenge anybody to to try and defend that scene because you can't it is full of it's probably the worst scene in the movie it's just full of dumb characters being dumb for no reason other than they need to be dumb or else none of this works right and it's painful to even it's painful to think about
0: if it if it was any more blatant it would slap you in the face
1: the only thing they could have done to make it more blatant is literally shown the woman do that yeah. to make the stuff. Ugh. Gross. I mean we sh- we saw her actually put the rune under the the bed. You didn't need to show that. You could have just literally shown the rune and him be like, "What is this thing?" And then somebody could have been like, "Oh, it's a love it's a love potion thing." Yeah.
0: Someone likes you.
1: Or or I, I mean, I feel like You could have even done the tapestry better by instead of having it just be this, like, sheet that was hanging up outside for whatever reason, you could have had it be a series of paintings inside the cabin they were staying in, and then when he's doing the exposition to explain it, you can pan over and point out the shit he's talking about. That is true. There's just things that could be done so much better in this movie that aren't, and it's, it's quite literally... I feel like it's all... I'll say this, and this might give me a lot of heat or whatever for our Ari Aster fans, but I, th- I feel like Ari Aster was... He came along at a time just as A24 was kind of really starting to hit its its peak. Right. Like, A24 was already doing some stuff, they were already putting out some good stuff, and then, like, Hereditary came around, and Hereditary is definitely probably one of its first much wider audience sort of movies. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's a horror movie, it's got some names you you know, um, stuff like that, whatever. And I just feel like his work and A24 kind of crossed at a point where the people who were really into like, ooh, independent films are yeah. like the only kind of films that matter, dude which is sort of what you got with A24 early on, was they were a smaller studio releasing you know stuff not a lot of people would hear of, or you'd, I'd have to go to, like, the Angelica to go see, sort of independent kind of stuff. So they sort of hit this cross point, right? So now, all of a sudden, this, this nobody director-writer guy comes out with this movie that a general audience will go see and enjoys, but also the, like, die-hard, really, like, indie movies... Mm-hmm they they crash into each other and it just propels him straight to like the top. Hereditary does really well, makes a lot of money, gets overly loved by people being like, Oh, A twenty four movies. Ha ha. I love this guy. Oh, he's so clever. Look at this. Ha ha I'm so alienating so many people right now. <laughs> Don't take offense to this. But I just feel like he he kind of crossed sections at a time when There was this big boom to A24 stuff. And his movie, his first movie, Hereditary, was kind of on that forefront. So then people just kind of latch on and latch on and and love it for more than it actually is. And that's just kind of carried over to the next thing and then the next thing. And it's like, oh, it's so hip to be this thing. His movies are going to be really divisive and whatever. And it's like, I mean, I, I guess they're divisive, sure, You could say you're either going to love them or or hate them, but I just, I could read or listen to so many people talk about what themes and things that they liked from these movies over and over and over again, and on the same hand, I feel like I can point out the super stupid, basic, (laughs) bad shit that it, that... Like at the same time, they point to a Marvel movie and go, "Oh, this Marvel movie's dumb because of of this right. thing." And it's like, "Yeah, well, did you watch Midsummer? Because those characters are 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 really fucking dumb, and there's some really bad writing in that movie." They are dumb. So I mean, I don't know. I feel like I feel like he's loved more than he kind of deserves. deserves. Uh, but again, everything is completely up up to whatever it's all subjective anyway you're going to like what you like and mm-hmm. and not like what you don't like and this for me is just like i don't hate it but i don't think it's that amazing
0: yeah
1: it's whatever it's fine
0: it's not it's not like hands down one of my all time favorite movies uh, even in even in a horror genre but um but yeah i i would watch it again
1: Well, you would be alone on that, because I think that's only the second time I've watched it. I don't think I've watched it before at any point, so that was only the second time. And I don't feel any real difference difference. towards it. I I feel like all of the same problems are the same problems I still have with it. And the things I liked are still the things I liked. Um, But there's just not enough there to, like, I wouldn't ever recommend this to anyone.
0: Even if they were bored? Had nothing else to watch.
1: No. Because I... If somebody was like, I'm I'm bored, I I want a horror movie that's maybe like around two hours or less, I don't remember how long this movie is. Um, And... I'd never suggest any of Ari Aster's movies. I'd suggest so many different movies beforehand. Like, if you want a a weird, like, trippy, drug-induced, like, what's real, what's not real... Mm -hmm. Has a lot of strange shit going on in its sort of movie. Also A24, The Lighthouse.
0: That is... That's that's an interesting
1: one. Visually gorgeous looking. uh, Done in black and white with a specific style with the the format that it was shot in. Um, Has a lot of weird shit that's sort of unexplained kind of things where you have to make kind of leaps in logic to sort of deduce like was that like a tentacle monster thing or is that something in his head because he's gone crazy because they indicate in the beginning that sometimes people go crazy being stuck in a lighthouse for so long what's the meaning of the the seagull what's this what's that Um, a lot of the same you can draw lines between the two movies and be like they kind of have similar aspects and themes and whatnot. lighthouse is a better made movie
0: Lighthouse also has nudity in it, in it. Well, yeah. So, is
1: there. <laughs> I, I should stop shitting on this movie so much. I didn't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to come in and just like hate on it or, or make fun of people who like the movie. Because, again, like whatever you want. That's just kind of my take. Is I just feel like his popularity is because he came along at like the right time that yeah. kind of propelled him. And do you see that in. You know, all sorts of media where somebody just happens to hit at, like, the right time, and it propels them, even though maybe they're not actually the best at whatever they're trying to do.
0: That is true.
1: You get that with music all the time. You get that with TV shows and stuff where things just, you know, pop off for whatever reason.
0: That is very true.
1: So, anyway, I don't have anything more to say. (laughs) Hey, about this movie, so there, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done on my tangents and rants.
0: It's, I I still think Florence uh, Florence Pugh does good. It's. I like the acting in yeah, it. Yeah. The yeah, yes.
1: Well, she, most of the acting in it, the leads. I like the leads.
0: Yeah. So so she's in it. There, obviously, is you know trigger warning. There's talk about. Well, there's not talk. There's suicide and suicide ideation and. Um, nudity, rule in your face there, nudity, and um, some of the the scenes are are graphic, but it is it's an interesting ride, very interesting.
1: It's okay. <laughs> That's the best thing was, to get out of me. it. Was, it's okay.
0: It it was very well um, planned out to watch that right at the beginning of May.
1: Yeah, planned That's, out.
0: I, I planned that. So yeah, so your opinion didn't change any. No, I do think it's stupid, but I also like it at the same time. <laughs> so I recommend watching it if you've never seen it. Um, yeah. Happy May.
1: <laughs> yeah, ha- Happy May. Um, so we'll be, we'll be back again next week. Uh, with my pick of a movie. Um, I think I know what I want to go with. Uh, feels sort of timely and I've also kind of been in the mood to watch it again recently Uh, so we'll talk we'll do that one next week Um, thank you for listening thank you you can always find us over on Instagram or Facebook at COAS underscore podcast Uh, we're always posting things there Uh, we do a live show every Friday on Twitch where we talk about whatever movie we saw this past week And then these come out every Thursday, and they're available on all sorts of podcast things wherever you're listening to now. Yeah. Give us a follow, like it, share it, all that sort of good stuff. Any feedback's great. I promise I'm gonna try to not...
0: Feel free to tell Patrick how wrong he is. I'm gonna
1: try to not shit on anybody's opinions (laughs) of movies in the future anymore. Uh, But that rant just kind of came out of nowhere. So anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you. So goodbye. Bye.